Hello and welcome to the ARPT Comics Podcast, episode 200! 200! Nathan, we did it! I've been teasing this for 50 episodes. Holy cow. Holy <laughs> moly. My Peter uh, sense is tingling. Especially this episode. Uh, we have comics titans on we yeah have dan slot current writer of spider-man we have zeb wells current writer of amazing spider-man cody ziggler the upcoming miles morales spider-man writer yeah. all together in one room chatting about what do you think spidey and a little she-hulk too a little it, she-hulk it, some leapfrog yeah <laughs> <laughs> we get into so much it's uh over an hour and yeah. uh super fun i i we've had cody on before yep. uh dan slot's been on a while ages back, ago, yeah. Uh, episode twenty, which is funny because two hundred oh, twenty times perfect. ten is two hundred. And that was that. before my time. We'll have Dan Slot on episode two thousand. Yeah, and yes. uh, keep, keep the ball rolling. <laughs> uh, and Zeb's first time on the show. Zeb's first time, yeah. So, and you know, we—if you don't know—Zeb and Cody are, are friends in real life. Yeah, uh, they both wrote on the show She-Hulk. Yep. And uh, meanwhile, Dan is, uh, you know. Within their realm, of course, they're taking meetings uh, uh-huh. at Marvel and meeting each other. Zeb, obviously, has been writing comics for quite some time. Cody's a little newer, but uh, there's a really good dynamic between all three of them. And um, Oh, yeah. I mean, this was a blast. Like, I, you first pitched the idea to me about doing, like, a Spider-Man-centric uh, anniversary episode. And it just feels right, right? Because, like, Spider-Man's, yeah. like, one of our guys. Like, he's, oh, sure. he's like, top-tier uh, I, I guess that's not a, you know, uh, controversial opinion. Spider-Man, good. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man, great. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I as this kind of took shape, it was both uh, <laughs> it was both exciting and extremely daunting. The idea that we'd, you know, be sitting down with three creators that I, I respect so much and whose work has uh, just meant a lot to me. Um I mean, listeners this year have heard me just constantly talk about how much I love Spider-Punk in particular. But, um, you know, I I mean, a huge fan of the Spider-Verse, Dan Slott's uh, superior run. uh, and so good. And just, uh, and Zeb is doing some really interesting things now by sort of bringing back, uh, we've talked about this recently, but bringing back spider-man supporting cast and sort of putting yep. peter uh, on his own and we we get into that in this interview of, of going back to basics in a lot of ways and it was cool hearing dan yeah. talk about uh hanging out with jerry conway after watching spider-man yeah. amazing spider-man the yes. second one and uh but how uh there is this like i think he said fraternity yeah. of spider-man creators if you've written spider-man you're, you're, you see someone in the street who's also written Spider-Man. Yeah. You're just you're you're already. You've like all a been through the ringer together, and yeah, and I I just I love that. I love getting this peek behind the curtain. We really get into not just process, but also how much of a joy it is to write Spider-Man. I mean, that's why we're all here today, right? We love yeah. comic books. That's why we do this podcast. It's why we'll we'll keep doing it until episode five thousand. Uh, when we're actually talking to Spider-Man 2099. And And our heads will be in jars, I think. That's right. That's right. Can't wait. Yeah. uh, So totally enjoy this interview. uh, It was, it was, it was a little bit of work to put together. It took a couple of weeks to get this all together. Kudos to you, man, because this was like, this was an absolute pleasure for me. Like, I feel like you gave this, this interview to me for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) My God, presents done. That's right. All set. 
uh yeah and it was a really cool way to celebrate 200 episodes uh yeah it was kind of it's kind of neat to hear zeb go hey that's really good job of you yeah 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 um yeah i mean it is i mean it's it's not easy doing the uh a weekly show right and Mm, yeah and it's and there's just there's a lot of work that goes into it and a lot of research and but it is it's something that we both love and 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 i i i I'm so glad that people tune into the show every week and uh, most people seem to really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not qualified to talk about any of this stuff other than I love it. And we have these conversations that fans have. And uh, I hope that we put, you know, a, a little bit of positivity back into the comics world. Yeah, totally. And uh, if you're just tuning in for the first time, yes. this show recaps news every week. We review comics, but this week, uh, it's all Spider-Man all, Spidey, all the baby. time uh, with uh, this massive interview uh, right. that is that we touch on so much. Uh, not just Spider-Man, She-Hulk too, and uh, and we touch each other. It. <laughs> it's a lot of fun in yes. a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. On with us is Zeb Wells, Cody Ziegler, Dan Slott, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, extravaganza 200th episode thank you so much for being on the ABT title podcast. changes every time i know you got to add all the adjectives for spider-man <laughs> uh but thank you so much of course thanks for having us yeah yeah very exciting Woo! i want to take you all back to the beginning before we even start with what you're all doing now and in the future uh with your relationship with spider-man what was your first spider-man comic growing up i'll start i mean i'm i'm, I'm starting because my 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 Zoom window goes me, Dan, and Zeb. So, like, yeah. in my mind, that's the hierarchy <laughs> for how it should respond. <laughs> so, I, I mean, don't tell Bendis this, but uh, I found a site called Pirates Bay and yeah. I typed in uh, Ultimate Spider Man. <laughs> I got the entire Ultimate Spider Man run when I was like, uh, like 16 or 17. No, I had to be in college, like, maybe like 19 or 20 because I was a broke college student. And sure. I read that and I, I loved it. Dude, I was like, you know what? I want to actually don't... support this guy. So let me go ahead and go out and actually buy the books. And that's how I got into like comics as a whole. But like wow. I, my first like comic comics were like Ultimate Spider Man. And I, um, sure. I think I think I ended up getting a job delivering food for a Chinese restaurant that was right next to like a comic book shop. So like I would eventually go out and get my tips and then one walk over there and buy like, oh, can I check out, you know, Ultimate Fantastic Four? Yeah. Can I check out um the World War Hulk? I didn't know what that was. I just saw the Hulk was dressed like a a, a Roman gladiator. So I was like, yeah, let me let me get this. But like <laughs> Ultimate Spider Man was like the Spider Man that I grew up on. The whole actually the whole Ultimate Universe is how I got into the comics, superhero comics as a whole. So like that's what that was like my gateway drug into into Spidey. Oh wow. totally. that was a cool it, era. I've said it a hundred times, piracy works. <laughs> no! No! I will. <laughs> Dude, you died. Dan's having a meltdown. <laughs> it's, it's really easy for like Mr. Mr. TV over there. <laughs> this is this is. I need this to eat food and pay rent. Dear God. <laughs> keep you in zoom zooms yes. <laughs> yeah keep you yeah. filthy in zoom zooms <laughs> pay the man in zoom zooms um yeah zeb what was your first spider-man comic mine i got a box of comics from some college kids that lived uh in our basement for a while like they had a basement up we had a little basement apartment <laughs> they were renting out and they left me this big box and and the ones i remember the most were like uh Annual number one, giant size Spider-Man number one that had yeah. the, the Sinister Six. And that was like, you know, that hooked me instantly. It was just so much fun. So cool. 
I recently reread it and it's got all the Spider-Man hits. He loses his powers and he has yeah. to go fight the Sinister Six with no powers, but he does it anyways because he has to he has that responsibility. And then also in that box was Giant Size Spider-Man number four, which was the Punisher, Spider-Man, and Moses Magnum. Yeah. And that that was a story where they show like, well, what's Moses Magnum been up to? And they show <laughs> this village in South America and he drops this gas on them. And like oh, shit. moms are running with their children and their faces are melting off. And it was, so it was right. one of those, you know, I was like six years old, you know, so it's one of those, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe a little too early to yeah, see sure. that, mm. but it gets deep into your imagination, you know, like you, it, basement it just comics like, gra- for you. It gra- yeah, it grabs hold of you. Yeah. When, we, when we were both on Brand New Day uh, together, you went in and did a Moses Magnum story. So, like, it, yeah. it really and if, stuck if you, to me. Yeah, if it did. It very much stuck to me. Um, and that's how I got into the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, like, Jim Lee and Will Sportaccio started drawing the Punisher. That that helped. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Dan, if you if you read that that issue I did, it's pretty much just a riff on that story. Like, it is like a... Uh, homage you would call it um <laughs> we we all do like my first spider-man comic was marvel team up 38 where he teams up with the beast and they fight the griffin so nice. i there's a number of times where i've snuck the griffin in as a villain <laughs> just to you know to tap into that nostalgia of like yeah that, that was my yeah. first hit of, of the stuff that grabs you at that age or like really really grabs you it's hard yeah. to shake it loose or you don't want to shake it loose it's, it's yeah. the fun right. of this stuff right that's why you got into it you know I yeah. bought my first comic because Spider-Man came to my local 7-Eleven to sign comics, and I wanted to meet Spider-Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I was the right age. Yeah. Uh, this was I, last I, week, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was his uh, voice like? Was he a gruff, gruff well, older I, man? or I, I, w- I, was, I was this, like, little eight-year-old kid, a uh, Jewish kid who didn't have Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. Oh, sure. So I was, I was prepped for this. I was like, this was <laughs> Spider-Man, and like he I, was I, coming I, to my hometown in California. Yeah. And I biked there early on my Huffy, and yeah. I yeah. sat on the sidewalk because I wanted to see Spider-Man swing in. Yeah. And I just kept looking to the sky. Wow. <laughs> I, was like, I love that so much. That's great. Yeah. Your imagination was already running wild with it. And he, well, it, he showed up in a yellow cab, and <laughs> it, was, it, it was the '70s. We were in the middle of like the Carter gas shortages, and it was two guys in the '70s with access to a Spider-Man costume. Yeah, <laughs> I could see them on the freeway. They were in a red pickup truck, and Spider-Man was standing, arms akimbo, in the bed of the truck, and people were letting them through. Wow! And everyone was like, cheering. <laughs> I was the just only like the Raimi human movies. who was there for this oh, signing. No one else cared wow. about it. When this uh, thing, when this this car came off the uh, came off the overpass and it drove up to the Seven Eleven, it for my benefit alone, and this effed me up for life. The guy jumped out of the back of the the bed of the truck. Yeah, he landed in a spider crouch. Oh shit! Because he just saw the little kid waiting for him. Yeah, and then he sure. just got up and walked in like it was normal day. And the 7-Eleven <laughs> blew my mind. That's awesome. awesome. He put out a little show for you. That's cool. It, it had to be Spider-Man from then on for every comic. Yeah. And I bought yeah. them religiously. You know, Man, that, that was why. 
that it's guy. so wild how you take wow. that stuff at face value as a kid. I remember mm. going to uh, Universal Orlando uh, and and meeting a Doctor Doom with a thick Southern accent, and just, <laughs> like, like legit, just being like, "You're my favorite supervillain." And he's like, "Always nice to meet a fan." And I was, <laughs> I was like, "I guess that's that's what Doctor Doom sounds like. That's awesome." Uh, Doctor Doctor Dale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Just like me for real. That's <laughs> like, right. It is and always will be Doom who pulls the strings behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you, Richards. Uh, that's hilarious. My name's Dr. Dr. Danny Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Some Joe Ver- Dirt vibes right there. Right. Oh, man. So fans might be wondering, like, you guys are kind of the three heads of state of Spider-Man right now. I mean, how how often are you guys communicating? Like, do you do you read each other's scripts? Do you compare notes, pass notes? <laughs> uh, I read everyone's comics. Um, I, I'll I'll be honest. The uh, the amount of time I have <laughs> to read other stuff is sure. Really, well, I'm sure Dan can speak to this as well. But it's uh, I'm just I'm in I'm in a pit fight right now, <laughs> and, and I'm just taking, I'm just taking wild swings and trying uh-huh. to stay on my feet. You know, just trying to to keep the quality of these books as high as I could possibly uh, make them with the. Uh, Unique challenges that come with doing a book that comes out twice a month for an army of artists. Sure, <laughs> you're 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 writing forty pages a month, usually out at of least sequence. at least out, out of wow. sequence. Uh, yeah, it's it's scary. Yeah, and it's usually more like for me. It's been, and I'm sure it's, it was like this for you, Dan. But as soon as you get to like a third artist, then you're writing sixty. Yep. a month because all the artists need to be fed and then right. we have this dark web crossover and then suddenly um you have oh, like yeah. a, 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 another artist a fourth artist and then suddenly you have a free comic book day issue um and oh yeah and i and, me the and dan annual. Were, <laughs> yeah yeah me and dan were talking about it and i think that's all would that's all doable and okay but i think the big challenge and where you really have to stretch is with the writing out of sequence which mm, is yeah, not so terrifying pleasant. like yeah, it's yeah. A, like one of the joys of this is is discovering things along the way and little connections yeah. you can make and that's so much fun and this you just have to like re-gear your brain to do that uh in the future you know and mm-hmm. Mm. It's going okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I give like it a strong it. okay. But my my favorite part is that like every now and then you do need a break and you do need mm-hmm. like a Chris Gage to come in and help you with an issue or like uh you like Joe Kelly is helping out with a black yeah black yeah Joe right? Kelly's coming on and you think it's a break but it's not a break no no that co that co writer or that new writer doesn't know your plans for the next six months. So then you need to sure. go through and read what they're doing and give a million notes. And the amount of time you do in doing that, oh, you sure. might as well just written the issue. And you mm-hmm. just start going like. Yeah, I, I can only, uh, I can only fathom how, how the inside of Dan's brain is when he's on any particular script for an issue because he has so much stuff coming out. But much like Zeb, I am also 
back into the corner, swinging at anyone that comes at me, <laughs> trying to get out scripts for for TV and comic books. Um, yeah, you've picked will... up like three or four new jobs just in the last year, right? Yeah, like... and within the last thirty minutes of this conversation, I've three more. No, I remember a few months ago, I was I, I texted Dave and I was like, "Cody's writing for Futurama. Like, where, when does he sleep? Like, <laughs> seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, All oh, that man. to say, I am like Zeb, where like I'll I'll read stuff usually when it's like actually a couple months behind like i just bought zeb's number one like maybe four weeks ago for for spider-man <laughs> um and like you know zeb or i in the, are in the same city so i think we probably see so each other and talk more than mm. most um most of the comic folks just because we have the same circles and like we are friends and we hang out and stuff but even then like i think i just sent zeb um the number one for my miles like yesterday which i was yeah. surprised that he even had time to read um but yeah, like I wrote that great. like six months ago. So like I I like I very I very rarely have time to like do things, but like that's also part of the fun. And for me anyway, that I enjoy like comics is that like you're not on a crushing schedule. Or I guess you sure. are, but like not as <laughs> not as crushing as as a TV or a film where like, oh wow, this is gonna cost twenty million dollars if I fuck up the script or whatever. It's like, oh, I just have to rewrite a thing at two AM and and not have good sleep <laughs> if I really mess up a storyline. Right. The stakes are higher, huh? Yeah. Oh, I I love the artist you have on the Miles book. He's oh, thank you. Yeah. He's great. I I met him for the first time at Comic Con. Federico, super nice guy. Um, didn't speak much English, uh, which was cool because I'm like, oh great, I get to work with someone who, I think he got in through like one of the, I think it was a Stormbreaker. So I'm like, the guy, the fact that this yeah, uh -huh. guy I think would traditionally have a easy way in got in through the way it is great, and he's a uh, he's fantastic. Not just with like the art, the uh, the um the action of the art, but also like. The quiet moments and like the funny moments he's he's mm. he's got some really cool stuff that I'm, I'm excited for people to, to check out awesome well how far out have you have you folks i mean you you said i mean obviously you're you're under <laughs> a, a crazy schedule but how far out have you attempted to plot the exploits of your particular books yeah, Dan, I, I want to hear you, Dan. I gotta, I gotta see you. <laughs> yeah, well, Dan's all, Dan's always got like five years out. Oh no, uh -huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm super happy. Like, you know, fans are like, you ever want to write Amazing Spider-Man again? I'm like, hell no. <laughs> like, sure. I, I never want to do that again. Uh, so I'm, I'm writing in sequence. It's, yeah. it's bliss. Right. Every <laughs> month, like, yeah, I get to go to A to B to C to D, and I'm working with Mark Bagley, who. He draws at least one page a day. One Gordon. of the ghosts. I mean, like, the so great. Yeah, and so he's like my personal, like, Mike Myers. Like, I'll just be walking along, and I turn around, and there's Mike Bagley with a page. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, you know, then I'm just walking around, and he pops up behind the hedge. Here's another page. Like, <laughs> so it's like, boom, 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 boom. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I, I kind of know where everything's going through uh, our first Spider-Verse story. Mm -hmm. And our next arc after that, uh, and but it's weird because once you hit that, you're like, well, that's ten months. Mm. And if yeah. I was in Zeb's world, that would just be more stuff thrown in the wood chipper. That would just be like, mm. yeah, that'd be like two and a half months, and then it's yeah. like, ah, yeah. wow, yeah. God bless you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I, I haven't had to be burdened with doing out of sequence shit, which means it seems like it would drive me. Uh, directly in front of a train, but <laughs> like speaking speaking to that, Dan, like yeah, like I I I turned I'm gonna turn an issue five next week of of Miles. I'm like, oh, I'm like five months ahead of what the arc is. And like I can hopefully, if I'm not too slammed, like I can finish up what would be I hope the rest of the year, or like the, the remaining issues for that year by the yeah. end of this year. I'm like, oh, that's 
that's good to be ahead so I can like if things need to change, which they undoubtedly will change, <laughs> yeah. I will have time to like do do my rewrites and not have to stress out about oh man, I hope this thread that I'm writing right now will, will connect next next month when I have another <laughs> issue due because I have a bunch of things popping up in my life right now. Oh man, you, you, you guys have all done like, we've done all done the Zooms at Marvel and where you're, ah, and everyone's mm. telling you everything they're doing for the year. Mm. And it's yeah. so nice to be on the Spider-Man satellite book going, None of that's affecting me. <laughs> great. Uh, speaking great. of those meetings, I I talked to Jason uh, Jason Aaron yesterday, and uh, I let him know I was going to talk to you guys today. And he said uh, he's uh, he's episode one ninety eight, and he wants to know you don't know he's setting the bar really high. Uh, <laughs> so even even in this interview, he's adding pressure. <laughs> Who, who's the poor bastard who's one ninety nine? That's a good question. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out. It's uh, it's uh, actually I, we know it's uh, oh, it's, is it is that Claudio Sanchez? It's John Harris Stunning the... about oh, okay, yes, that's right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Good Dan, luck. Dan, your Spider Verse <laughs> stuff is astounding me. Like, uh, I, I didn't know you could continue to come up with new ideas after doing the Spider Verse and the sequel and and Edge of Spider Verse. So many deep cuts. <laughs> Dan, I... Dan does not run out of ideas. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. known Dan for a long time. And I have never oh. not felt like a terrible writer when I'm in the same room with Dan. Oh, shut up! He's always like, oh, what, <laughs> what are we doing? Well, I've been thinking about this one for, you know, yeah. just, he, he, like, like five or six banger ideas that I would kill for um, constantly. And I'm sure it's not easy, Dan, but you do make it look easy. I, I'm really happy because, like, um, I was talking to... And Zeb, I'm sure you've gotten this, and Cody, it's it's coming. This is this moment will happen. Like when you talk to other Spider-Man writers, like guys that you read growing up, mm. you kind of become this kind of fraternity. Oh. And then, like I remember, I, I went to see Amazing Spider-Man Two mm. with um, Jerry Conway uh, for like the premiere thing, and Fun. the producers were coming up to us, going, "What'd you think of the movie?" And we we're all like doing that kind of stuff, going like, "Oh." The sets are gorgeous. You know? <laughs> Great sound mix. Great yeah. mix. <laughs> and we're looking that at each Hans other. Zimmer, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, dude. The, the party was insane. I was sitting at one point behind Pharrell's hat as he was. <laughs> Just his hat? It, it was huge. Oh, oh he, um, it was on his head. It was yeah. on his head. Oh, gotcha. yeah. uh, <laughs> no, it so, had its own chair like Bono's. <laughs> but like Jerry Conway looks at me and he's like, you want to meet up tomorrow for breakfast so we can talk about this? Because like, oh, yeah. like actually it. talk about it. Yeah. yeah. And sure. I'm like, yeah. And the next day I'm having pancakes with Jerry Conway and we're dishing about Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I'm That's like, awesome, boy. this is this is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's great. So, oh, yeah. So like Zeb called me up to ask me like questions like, you know, what's it like doing this or what's it like? Doing? But I was I was talking to a, a longtime Spider-Man writer and they were going like, you're going back in like you're going to do spider-man do you have uh, ideas mm -hmm. and i told him the idea for the second arc and he's like no one's ever done that to spider-man before Ooh, like, no. no and he was like that's a good one i'm like yes <laughs> <laughs> i know i've been doing this for 10 years but it's like yeah they're, they're still nuggets there's still rich veins to mine that's you know awesome. it's, it's fun yeah. Seeing the 616 beta this week in Spider-Man number two, I was like, damn, how many, how many 616s are there? Are there more? I can't it, wait. 
I can't wait for people. The, the issue that's leaving, uh, you know, Monday, hmm. you'll find out the whole reason we did 616 beta and awesome. it's a good payoff. It's, I'm really happy. <laughs> I, speaking of payoffs, I, so when this episode airs, I, I, I promised listeners a few weeks ago that I would ask <laughs> you this question. Dan, did you kill spider boy this week? That, that costume, that, yeah, that arm. arm. Yeah, yeah, the arm, have, severed arm. I have, I have no idea what character that is. That clearly <laughs> it was something we did that was legal and proper. And uh -huh. got it. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I just those. Yeah, uh, all I will say is I loved those books as a kid, and I recognized that particular sleeve. <laughs> I have to, clearly it's a different sleeve. Of course, of course, for legal reasons. Good enough for me. Thank you. Zeb, you've you've taken over amazing Edit that out. <laughs> okay, okay. We can if you want. Well, yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Zeb, uh, you've taken over Amazing Spider-Man, but there was a spell there where the Beyond Board writing crew were all working together, which I thought was such a cool idea. It it, it just infused this energy into the into the series. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, working with Cody on that and, and how that came to be? Yeah, sing my praises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun because we got to I got to go back in time a little bit because, you know, I worked with Dan on uh, Brand New Day and that was so much fun. And there's just like the, the energy of going back and forth. So and it just working in comics you just don't get to work with other writers very often. And like in, in, in that, uh, when you're actually, you know, you trade ideas back and forth, but like really getting into a room, which was a zoom room, of course. Sure. Um, but just like really, really talking and, and all, I, I was just so taken by the ideas, like everybody brought something to the table and it all went into the stew and it was super fun for me. And Zig, that was, was that one of your first, yeah, that was my first like uh um first like full thing. Like I did like a backup for a couple backups for Miles and like right. a, a one shot, but like that's my first like oh shit, I have to write Amazing Spider-Man. Like that was oh, <laughs> man, I have to do that. Like that was my first one, but it was it was a great trans it was an easier transition because it was set up like a TV or film writers room where like hmm. oh like I was very familiar with that by that point. Also like we had worked together on um on on shields like i i sort of knew i sort of knew what to expect energy wise but it was so cool being in that room with like people who are truly so much better than i was like kelly thompson like i'll i'll yell about fucking black widow any chance i get <laughs> so, good, so good yeah uh, some of the best spidey stories uh um uh it was this is a great experience to be in and be like hey this isn't work or just having like that that slack channel that we had be like hey does this idea work and like you would chew something off and then <clears throat> Four people who have who have been or will be nominated for Eisner's will give you give you pitch up notes for it. So like <laughs> the best scenario to be in coming into like big big Marvel, especially the, like one of the highest selling books, like the highest selling book. I couldn't have asked like a better um, environment to come in on that. So I was very appreciative of that. Yeah, it's so unique that, that that just never happens in comics. It seems like. Yeah, I wish they would do. I mean. Dan, you may know more about this, or you and Zeb may know more about this, but it seems like that that was so fun. Like, do are there a lot of rooms? Like, do more comics do like series put together rooms like that, or is that like not a traditional thing? Zeb, you were like doing X stuff with all the X guys. Yeah, and that was that was mostly over Slack, but we'd have a meeting every couple of weeks, and that was awesome. I really loved that, and 
Dan, I think we we had a very special situation, but that takes that takes someone like Steve Wacker, I think, who mm-hmm. was killing himself for however long mm-hmm. that was going on. You know, that's just not easy to do at mm-hmm. all. Uh, do a book every what was it? It was three times a month, right? Three and times, there were... three times a month, and there was an odd time here or there where we would screw up and <laughs> put out two issues in a month, and uh. Steve would get really mad. So it'd be like, okay, next month we're putting out five. Yeah, we'd be like a five week month, and we'd be like, ah. that was crazy. Yeah, there were always mini series and stuff like that. It was it was wild. And but and it would be really hard for us to like gauge all the you know we could keep track of all of our stuff, what you're doing, what Bob Gale's doing, what Mark Guggenheim's doing. But then suddenly, like Brian Reed would be doing a mini series, uh-huh. and we'd be like all tired, and we're like, yeah, we trust Brian Reed. And I remember we we had this storyline where we were in trying to uh, we had this character menace and it was a mm. running mystery of who's menace mm, right and none of us caught it Brian Reed did a mini series with like jackpot or something mm-hmm. and he made menace the villain and there was a scene where every suspect we made could possibly be menace <laughs> except for one. We're all in a car being chased by men. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's like a Scooby Doo plot. Till it was in print, because we're like, "Did you read the Jackpot miniseries?" Like, no, I'll read uh, it when it's in print. You know, that's oh, so wow. funny. <laughs> it's like well, Knives Out or something. Like, a deleted scene where all the yeah. Anyway. Well, Cody touched on this, but all three of you are very closely tied to She-Hulk. What is it about the character that that speaks to you that you love the most? All three of you are in the show, even. Because, Dan, you've got Dan, your name Dan's, on the truck. Oh, Dan's, yeah, Dan's giving a shout-out on the truck. <laughs> Zeb, Zeb put me on the truck, man. Yeah, in MCU <laughs> canon, Dan owns a very successful tow truck agency. <laughs> Absolutely. Services the greater Atlanta slash LA right. area. I'm so, I'm so excited about that. <laughs> I think yeah, I, She-Hulk's just an awesome character. I mean, it's yeah. hard to beat. It's hard to beat She-Hulk because she has that lightness. She's mm. she's super funny and positive, and then she's super keyed into the rest of the Marvel universe because of her mm-hmm. job. Which which I mean, Dan's stuff with the superhero law division was just such an such an intelligent take on yeah. that, and such a way to use that to plug her into the rest of the Marvel universe. So as a fan of the Marvel universe, she's like just a fantastic character to write because she's right in the middle of things. Yeah. I mean, it's also like such an easy one-to-one because again, like Dan's run was was so great. Also, it's just like a sitcom and a comic. So like it's such an easy translation to, to, to the screen. And also it, it gives you so much leeway the way that cheers has the bar or, Or friends has the coffee shop, like you know, the the end to whatever the story is going to be, the comedic mm-hmm. scene is going to be, is just like, oh, there's a law form. Oh, this week, um, there's a guy who's immortal and he's married a bunch of people and he's kind of a deadbeat husband. Great. Yeah. Or there's a, oh, there's some rich shithead who wants to be an Iron Man but he can't, so he he injures himself because he puts too much jet fuel in it. Whatever, like whatever it is like it's an easy <laughs> yeah. conceit into whatever the comedy is going to be, and it was such a fun. I mean, the book itself is like so fun. So like, yeah, I feel like a, it felt like a no brainer going into from like a, from like a television adaptation, and also uh, the I, room was was great. I love the adaptation of it in that you go in knowing like 
whenever someone announces something um, in, in the fan press, like, oh, they cast Michael Keaton as Batman, uh-huh. and then everybody goes, you can't make Mr. Mom Mr. Batman. That's the stupidest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. And they yeah. all do that. But then once the movie comes out, people are like, I will ride or die for Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once, yeah. Once the adaptation becomes its own continuity. Mm. So, like, I love, you know, what they did, It's it's got... John Byrne in it. It's got Charles Soule in it. It's got some mm-hmm. of my stuff in it. It's got, you know, uh, David Anthony Kraft. It's all mixed in. And it's then it becomes this thing that goes through the lens of Jessica Gao and through Cody and through Zeb. And it becomes its own thing. And, like, you know, I co-created Pug in the comic book yeah. world. But then I watch him on the TV show and I'm like, he collects sneakers. I love this. <laughs> this is sure. new. Wonder where that came from. Right? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dude, I just love that the characters grow and become something different. And now this is MCU Pug. Yeah. And I love him. So to me, that's what's cool is to watch it morph and become something new. And, it's and it's I, very exciting. I found that that show like opened up the MCU in ways that we haven't had yeah. yet. Like there's like you were saying with Mr. Immortal or, you know, like we, we we're just sort of like, we're widening the universe by bringing in these characters that maybe wouldn't appear like in a, in a movie or like, I don't know. It's, it's, mm. it's fantastic that it's, I love the case of the week. I love, I love all mm. of that. I mean, I'm a sucker for law shows anyway. So like <laughs> this was absolutely and then I'm I'm in the bag for She-Hulk all the time. So I, I just absolutely <laughs> love that show. I'm forever gonna love Cody because he's now written one of my top five MCU moments <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Like like you know you can talk about Cap picking up the hammer. You can talk <laughs> about this. You can talk about that. But in my personal top five yeah. is Daredevil doing the walk of shame. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my Absolutely. god. That's like I, yeah. dude, I texted my dad god. while I was watching that episode and I was like, Can you believe this shit? This is awesome. <laughs> you know, it takes a village. I, I'm here because of the children are giants. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only MCU show I've watched twice each time it came out, the day it came out. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so, just it's so rewatchable. It. Oh, man. Well, Zeb, Cody, you're MCU canon now. Like, literally. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> how was that yeah. day on set? How difficult has it been to keep this a secret? I, I, I'll, I, I'll go first, and Zeb, you can let me know your thoughts. Um, I, honestly, it was the hardest secret. It was so much harder to keep that secret than the yeah. Daredevil of it all. Like. I was like, what? Whatever. That's like, like the, I can, I can keep that a secret. But like, truly, like, we we both went to Atlanta. Like, I stayed with Jessica uh, in her in her guest bedroom. I think we rode to set together in like whatever rental Zeb had, and we were talking about comics the entire time. Wow! Like, we get to set and we walk in there, and Zeb meets his double. He meets the guy that's going to play Zeb. <laughs> and I, when I tell you, I saw love at first sight. Like, little heart <laughs> emojis were bouncing around his head. Like, he was so smitten with the heightened version of himself. He kept saying, "Oh, he's how I think that I sound when I'm pitching in the room." Like, it was so like his trailer was like right next to like I think it was called Fake Zeb and Real Zeb, and like, <sighs> oh, like what? That's hilarious. It so was, funny. Yeah, it was very fun I followed, watching. I followed him around like a little puppy dog. Just uh, <laughs> because I had I had auditioned for that role. They said, "Hey Zeb, would you like to play yourself?" And I was like, "Well, I guess I'm auditioning because I'm not going to say no to that." Yeah, right. I did not get the, I did not get the part. Uh, <laughs> and so I got to play Ham Guy, not not writer Zeb. So but yeah, he, he, dude, he definitely dude, tell him what the ham is. Because people oh, yeah, don't know so, what the ham is. 
So Jessica in the in the writers' room, she started bringing in these little sandwich bags full of ham. Uh-huh. That was a, a Spanish ham that she got at Bipico. Costco. Uh, uh, it was Ser- Serrano. Serrano. No, Iberico's yeah, yeah. the Iberico's the level above. It yeah, was that's we got to get this right. Yeah, yeah. For Canada, we got to get it right. Exactly. <laughs> but then she said, "Hey, if you guys like this ham, maybe I'll bring a ham into the room." <clears throat> and so she did. And then uh, I think we had uh, Yu Song, our, our her uh, writer's assistant, carving mm-hmm. it. But we, he was carving it with the cheap knife that came with the ham. So I started, I got obsessed and started watching YouTube videos and bought like a hundred dollar <laughs> knife. And I, th- I think I bought like four different knives. You bought. And I got in there like a special robe. That he had like an apron that he would. Yeah, I had an apron just for cutting the meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, That's there hilarious. Was a ham. There was like a ham robe that went yeah. over the ham at night. And and I, I was cutting. I, you could see through the ham when I was He done. was good. Wow. He got really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got so horrific, start... horrific yeah. cramps in my shoulder. So uh, Zig had to like work me out every morning so I could go in there and cut the ham. Yeah. It's, it's, um, so are we, when are we getting the TV show about behind the scenes of She-Hulk? <laughs> I, I mean, I it truly to... wasn't much different than than the than the than the scene in the, the show was not much different from the real life situation uh-huh. that we were in. I got to I got to visit one day for a lunch, and I was all excited. <laughs> I was all excited to see because I'm friends with uh, Dana Schwartz, who's one of the writers. Right. So I knew about the ham, mm-hmm. and I was all excited to see the ham. <laughs> And then I show up and I'm like, where's the ham? And just you guys like, oh, we just finished that ham. It's gone. Uh, we were oh. between hands. Be- I was yeah. there the one day I was there, you were between hands. We did go through three whole legs. We all we really the thing that COVID took away from us was getting a full hog. We had three three whole whole legs because it started as a bitch. Like if it's if you guys have a good pitch or a good joke and it uh-huh. makes the room laugh, we'll give you a slice of ham. And then that evolved into wow. just like fully zeb. Cutting the ham while he's pitching. What? What if uh, you know they retreat? They blah 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 blah. Oh yeah. my god! And then that third ham, I remember. I remember me uh, getting out of my Airbnb when I thought the entire nation was being shut down right. for COVID. I was like, I got to get back to New York, and I threw a, a three quarters of a Serrano ham just right in the garbage. And no, threw all my knives in there, and I just had to get out of Dodge, man. Uh, wow. You chucked the ham? I chucked the ham. I chucked it when when Jessica found out. She was like, Zeb, uh, where's the ham? And I was like, uh. uh." (laughs) When you guys win an Emmy, you're going to know it was all ham powered. So like, absolutely. Need to go up. Yeah, She-Hulk season two, first uh, scene, a close-up of a ham. (laughs) Speaking of that retreat up. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was still talking about the ham, which is... (laughs) (laughs) You're passionate, man. I I love it. Uh, Speaking of that retreat episode, I feel like... what? How did you settle on the group that's there? I feel like there Mm. had to have been like a zillion different characters thrown out during... during, in the room. Yeah, I think uh, that was usually me and Zig's job when Uh it came down to it was like, hey, we need some loser characters. We're "We're on it. (laughs) And we'd disappear. Yeah, Zig would turn his computer around. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And so I think how that worked is me or Zig would throw out a character and then we would just see how how many uh, pitches came out of the room with that character. So you throw out Porcupine and they're like, oh, yeah. And he would. You know, like he's in a porcupine costume, so he's not vulnerable at all. And he needs to learn about vulnerability. And then mm. people would pitch lines and whatnot. And then 
And then we pitch like a vampire character and they're like, yeah. And he's like obsessed with blood. And he, he thinks that, you know, he thinks every someone problem... bailed me out. One of my favorite lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he thinks every problem leads to them just wanting your blood. And, <laughs> and I think, I think that's how we whittled it down. You know, just what, yeah. what were the funniest angles sure. with, and then I, I, I know that we had a couple offs. of, we had a couple of swap outs because yeah. uh, of rights issues. We had, okay. A character called the Matador, mm. and I mm. we couldn't use the Matador, so okay. we found El Agua, El Agua, yeah. <laughs> who is go. a Matador, who, who is close enough, right. right? And then and then Sarasan was someone else. Yeah, we had a diff. We we say yeah, so we'd pitch usually pitch out like two or three alts in case like they were mm. oh they're owned by Fox or they're owned by or whatever the sure. weird rights thing was, but like yeah. yeah, we had we had a different vampire, um, but I can't remember who it. Was but I think it ended up being owned by like Fox or something, so we couldn't. Hmm. Gotcha. Couldn't huh. We had to change it a little because that vampire like looked more like a bat. He was like he was <laughs> like kind of a funny. Baron uh, Blood. It wasn't Baron Blood. I'm no, sorry. it wasn't. But he wasn't. He wasn't at that level. You you have to know him, Dan. It was. It was like the most low level, like Z list. Z Maybe he appeared in like four four issues of like you know. It, it was shocking that we couldn't <laughs> use him. <laughs> Nobody cares about this character. That's so yeah, funny. yeah, I love that. Well, Cody, uh, you've got Miles Morales launching soon. Tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about Rabble. Is this someone totally new to the scene, or like how how is how is this character developing? Yeah, completely new character. Um, uh, 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 it was, I mean, having read a bunch of stuff from from Zeb and Zeb and Dan, I'm I'm always impressed by like how difficult it is making a new character that, that people will sure. care about. So like that was a lot of stress, like trying to figure out how this character works or who they are. But like, um, yeah, you know, when I when they were when they were offered offered be Miles, my my big take was like I want to you know make him more street level. Like I think he's yeah gone through a lot <laughs> over the past three years like you know i think he also miles wants a bit of a break he's like you know i've been through other dimensions multiple times now like i fought alongside thor versions of me i fought alongside yeah. pig versions of peter like i think that he it was never like, slows I, down yeah i just think i need a break and so part of that was like you know i think i think rabble would be uh an interesting take on that um mm -hmm. i think the threat that she she deals is one that's very relatable um like the whole through line for this first for these first arcs is like you know the idea of like the chosen person and like if you uh, every every action has an opposite equal and opposite reaction so mm -hmm. miles is the one that won a lottery like oh who was the person that was the place from that lottery like if they also came from similar circumstances yeah. miles like how would they feel if they found out that their one shot was a was a coin was a literal coin flip like that's that dictated their lives and like that's where rabble is coming from without spoiling too much about it but wow. like yeah um you know yeah she's a she's a cool character that I've had a lot of fun work working with and Federico has got some really cool designs and I hope that she lands and she ends up popping up in, in more books because the whole idea is that, like you make these characters that like um that hopefully resonate with people and then you can someone else from that actual background could take that character and make them sing in ways that you can't even imagine totally I mean how is the I mean you've uh, you mentioned you've you've met him so far but how has the collaboration with Federico been it's it's great. Um, uh, I I I I'm always like I'm just glad to be here whenever I work with artists because I'm always like you know like oh this is cool they they drew this for me is this for the right person um, uh, <laughs> sure uh, but but Federico uh, is is his 
I always forget that technology is involved with 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 drawing as far as like Photoshop. So like mm. you can add these really really impressive um 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 um. um um, production value things with like like lens flares and like he, a, like he he loves he loves yeah blur he loves a uh, a John Woo pigeon moment so like yes he does that, <laughs> that is like in the air you're going to see a couple of pigeons given adding some some texture and background to it um, but also he like he likes to have fun with things and like he's not afraid to like um, do interesting concepts when it comes to like drawing out even like panel borders like there's a flashback issue that sort of does like some narrative dumps and like. He sent me the pages yesterday, and there's like some really cool things where he just switched up his style for these particular sequences, and it's like so cool and imaginative. Nice. And it, it, I like that he's bringing. I like that it, that it feels collaborative, where like he's not afraid to pitch stuff and bring in his own ideas. And I'm, I, I feel like that's something that um, it took me a while to get used to. But like, yeah, let's let's end this together. Like, I don't have all the answers, so like, I'm glad <laughs> that he's he's not afraid to be like, yeah, here's here's a thing to make our job easier, and also put out hopefully the best piece of art that people can 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 enjoy. Definitely. His, his work awesome. on X deaths of Wolverine, or is it 10 deaths of Wolverine? Uh, <laughs> I always forget. Like I, every yeah, issue, hard. I was just yeah. like, damn, this guy should draw Spider-Man. Like it's so kinetic. Yeah. There's so much yeah. energy. Yeah. Like it just suits that that title. Yeah, it's, it's the same way, the same energy that I had with just Justin Mason, who did Spider-Punk. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I feel like we're... I feel like we're really not only coming together, but also elevating what we're making, the same mm-hmm. energy that I feel with Federico. And I'm very blessed that I have that feeling back to back with, with two two books. And like I said, I show people like resonate with the with the art that we put out and, and people enjoy it. I keep saying this on the show. I think Justin Mason's gonna be like running the game and like yeah, not not too so long. Good. Like he's so yeah. good. It's ridiculous. Rogue's we, gallery is unbelievable. We were like, talking yeah. to you about Spider Punk, I think in like June. And mm-hmm. something like that, yeah. Yeah, and you had all these She-Hulk secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, with speaking of artists, Zeb, Dan, you're you're both working with veteran Spider-Man artists. What's it like working with these seasoned artists? Are you learning things uh, as you work with them? I know you've worked with Mark Bigley before, Dan. Uh, me, I, I. This is the weird thing. I like my first ever uh, Spider-Man story in six one six continuity. That was like a, a little tiny short story. Yeah. Um, was with Mark Bagley like really early on in the 90s and then we've never worked again that's crazy together yeah it's like well because Bendis hogged them <laughs> right <laughs> on ultimate um so it's it, this is a guy who's drawn more issues of Spider-Man than I've written so he's way more a legacy guy than I am so it's it's intimidating it's like wow I'm working with Mark Bagley every page he turns in is gorgeous mm. um I'm just like I want to talk about stuff, but I don't want to keep stuff away. <laughs> sure. We just introduced uh, two new Spider-Men oh. in issue four. Yeah. And one of them is, is you'll see it. Very cool. And it's it's Mark Bag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're working with John Jr., you lucky Bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Dan always got John Jr. when we were yeah. doing uh, Brand New Day. Yeah, I was always so jealous. So I, I'm so pumped to be working with him. It, it's just, uh, yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm over the moon. Like I would, I would uh, work with him for the rest of my life. It's fantastic getting getting the pages back and and it's it's fun because I'll always write the script and the action. You know, I always write the action out so that if he just draws whatever I write, I know it's yeah. going to work. But then he'll take it and he'll, you know, he'll add things and he'll 
reprocess the action and then I go back and I re-letter to the to what he's drawn and it just feels like a real collaboration with one of the greats of the comic book industry and that's just like it's just like being in a fantasy camp you know it's yeah, it's yeah. just so much fun and and me and Zig talk about this a lot but the getting art back from the artist yeah. will never get old it is yeah. the best thing ever yeah, when you yeah Turn in your script and suddenly paid every day. Your email has another page from someone. Yeah. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And to have, have the art coming back be from John Romita Jr. is I, it doesn't even make sense in my head. It's just so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. We, we were just um, yeah. like, we're, we're recording this the week. Uh, Amazing 13 comes out and uh-huh. like Dave and I were just talking like a half hour ago about how just mean he draws the action like it is yeah, it's brutal mean, it's it's like everyone is like caked in blood by the end yeah. of it it's like spider-man in the raid like it's yeah. nuts he always has like a good like snot blood bubble that comes yes out yeah like, i remember the first time i read world war hulk i was like man i don't know if i like them getting punched so hard like, yeah. you all That's probably wild. I, do you ever get to ask the artist, "Can I have this page, or can I own this page when you're when it's all said and done?" Yeah, I I never want to do that. Yeah, sure. and and when there's a page I really want, I go behind their back and talk to their dealer, and then <laughs> and pay I, pay I, the market price. Yeah, and I pay the market price. Yeah, yeah. and they try yeah. to they always try to cut you. Uh, oh, but you're working with them. I'm like, I don't want them to know. Oh, that's nice. Of you. Yeah, I, that that's and that hurts. <laughs> yeah yeah i've, I've only a- i've asked twice and dan that's exactly why i don't ask more often because the two times i've asked they just gave them to me you know and, yeah, and yeah. i was like and just, i was like uh no what what's how much is it worth and i accepted it don't get me wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, do- it does make you feel weird about asking because that's like part sure. of the revenue stream you know right. and, and yeah uh, yeah, no, because I've learned I learned that over time, like that that feeling you go, because then you you look over on like the Cadence art page and you go like, they would have oh, sold that for yeah. so many thousand dollars, and oh dear God, no. But be, paying market means I also go, it's that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it very much, and yeah, it's my favorite page. <laughs> but I think I can live without that. Yeah, yeah, it keeps you honest, right? Like, yeah. do, you, do you have to have it, or would should someone else have it? The, the yeah. last, the last time I did that, where I was just like, "No, fuck it, I want." Sorry, can I? Say yeah, that on yeah. The, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, go I for just, it. I want that page. Yeah, was, was the page where uh, Peter's just taking the shot for the goblin in eight hundred? Oh, sure. And mm-hmm. and, jo- and Jonah's like, "Why did you do that?" And he's crazy. He's like, because I had to. And then he, Jonah drops the gun and runs away. I'm like, I need that page. <laughs> so, yeah. so I went behind to the dealer and it was like, I don't, I don't care how much it is. I'll, I'll eat ramen and peanut butter for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the tricky thing is like, as someone who buys a lot of comic art, you've run out of room on your walls and then more comic yeah. art comes out and you're like, I want that page too. I but need this. I don't yeah. want to put it yeah, in a closet. Yeah. It should be owned by yeah. someone who puts it on the wall, you know? I, totally. I, can, I can see through the video that like Cody's in his LA beautiful apartment and it's like twice the size of that room <laughs> of my New York apartment. And I just did a stupid thing recently. I bought that Has Labs Galactus. I have it. I got it too. Oh, yeah. It's so, so big. Like, it's too yeah, big. That's that. 
it, it's like a twentieth of my apartment. It's like it's, <laughs> it, you, you, you pay rent. If there's a toddler living with you now. Yeah, it's like <laughs> three foot tall Galactus, and I look at it every day and go, "I'm an idiot." <laughs> I actually, uh, I, ha- I have to show you. Since I, I'll never have you here again. But uh, I own this. Ooh. Oh, nice! And it's, oh, yeah. it's signed by both Ramadas and Ramitas, and it's. Oh, it's such, it's That's so one great. of the best Spider-Man drawings yeah. of all yeah. time. One hundred percent great. Yeah, just so epic. Zeb, what, what, oh, what, what's your favorite stuff that you've, uh, you know, like your favorite page that you've got? You asking me? Yeah, like the room. Oh, you know, oh. actually, I actually own uh, a page from your Fantastic Four that Cooter drew. Uh, oh, it's thing oh, over nice. there, and it says Thum. Uh, it's hard to see since it's so far away, and it's Zoom. But uh, I can go pick it up if you want me to. <laughs> I've got it in another room, but Dave got me a uh, one of uh, Joe Canone's pages from Batman '89, the first issue, and that's just uh, so so great. Yeah, Yeah, I only have one. Uh, It was from issue five of Spider Punk. Uh, I will say, in my defense, I didn't ask for it. Uh, (laughs) Just Jason just Uh Jason just gave it to me, so I'll give him that. But like. It's the the scene where Hobby's getting his ass kicked by by uh, Taskmaster, and there's like a reference in it where um, Hobby gets kicked in the stomach. That's a uh, a reference was from a Dragon Ball Z comic that yes, really yeah, I so saw like, you I saw you post the comparison. Yeah, it's so yeah, dope. He gave, he gave me that page, so like I have it getting framed currently. But that's that's the first time I've ever seen anything I've written in person, like the art uh, mm-hmm. in person. So like yeah, I was like I was very very thankful that he that he gave it to me. Um, I gotta I tell you. The last time you were here, I asked you if uh, Spider-Punk was going to pull off the special move from Spider-Man <laughs> PS4. Yes. And seeing that in the last issue, yes. the exploding the speakers and everything, just I was so happy. <laughs> you know, got to keep it, got to, got to, you know, got to show some love to, to Spider-Punk in the game. Absolutely. One of Dan's, one of my favorite creations from Dan. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's, that. the whole reason he exists is uh, Quipel, uh there, there's a shot where uh, Spider UK is first to first appear. Yeah. And Koi Pal drew Spider Punk. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, I love this new character. Where's Spider UK? I got to script him. And he's like, that is Spider UK. I'm like, that's not Spider UK. Like, Spider- <laughs> we needed a very specific visual for Spider yeah. UK. Right. And, and he was very upset because he loved the design he made for this character. And he's like, yeah. when I think UK, I think punk. And right. that's why I sure. drew it like this. And I was like, Olivier, I love this character. I love this character design. I swear to God, we will put him into the book next issue. Can you, can you give me a patch with Spider <laughs> UK? And, and he, and, and that, so like that page, wow. Spider UK, the original page had spider punk on it. And I wrote the scene where I made him one of, I gave Doc Ock like two henchmen. Like the assassin Spider-Man and Spider-Punk would be like mm. his two guys. And this is the first time since uh, Superior Spider-Man went away that we're showing you Superior Spider-Man. It is yeah. his big return in, in Spider-Verse. And it's him flanked by his two henchmen is how he wrote it. Yeah. But Olivier was like, Spider-Punk! <laughs> he had to get that in there. Because he was so happy to yeah. And now it's Spider-Man history. I mean, that's such an iconic character. It's yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a great him. design. I, I, and yeah. it, like the the picture, like that cover 
from your comic zig that's behind Nathan oh, right oh, now. Oh yeah, so, yeah, gorgeous. It's just such an iconic image. So it's great. such a great cover. Yeah. It's, I, so sim- it's like classic spy. Like you know how this is like just a simple hand gesture that yes, so much like yeah. It's such a simple costume. Put on a denim vest and some Liberty spikes and, and some Converse. Give and us like, some Converse, yeah. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Cody, I, Cody, I love everything you did to Spider Punk. Oh, thanks, man. Day. Thanks, Dan. So good. Thank you so much. That Super that really fun. means a lot. It thrashed. I think I called Taskmaster like your version of Taskmaster, like the the sensational character find of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Much in the way that I'm sure that how Dan got the art. That's how I felt when I was describing Taskmaster to to Justin. It's like, yeah, Misfits, the Fiend. He's like, yes. Like I remember we were texting like nothing but let's like maybe five rows of exclamation points. I'm like that's Love such it. a cool idea. <laughs> and then I I cut one backflip. I was so happy. I thought it looked so fucking cool. One of my favorite <laughs> reveals of of the year. Like I just love that first. Appearance, it's so good. <laughs> Thank you, Zeb. I one, wanted to. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, but it's like what Zeb was saying earlier. It's like every day you get like this new page in your your yeah. email, yeah. And yeah. if you could see our emails, they're all like what Cody just said with the exclamation points. Every day you're writing an email to like Mark Bagley or someone going, This is the greatest page ever. With <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's like one of your emails every day because mm. you're it. It is. It's so cool to see the stuff. So much fun. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, it's man. it's faster than film, right? I mean, you get you yeah. get a result much quicker. Yeah, much faster. Oh, that that drove Wacker crazy because he left comics to go do animation. Uh huh. And sure. then I talked to Steve, and he would be like, "It takes me a year to see anything," <laughs> and then we get reaction from people. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And wow. meanwhile, like we're racing the gun on this issue, and it'll be out like in a month, and everyone will be complaining about it. Right. <laughs> True. Right. Well, maybe not so long uh, if Twitter uh, if falls eventually. We'll but... see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, what what Spider-Man villain would be most likely to pay for Twitter Blue? By the way. <laughs> Screwball. That, that's what we were saying before the call. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe that's the vulture, great. if he was just try, like he had just discovered Twitter, maybe. Hello, fellow <laughs> yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 he had to get Tiana to to help him out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zeb, yeah. With Amazing Spider-Man, you know, relaunching with number one, how important was it for you to get Peter on his own again? Uh, I get, I don't know how important it was. It was, it was just more. I, I guess when whenever you come onto a a book you're just trying to ask yourself like what are the basic things that i need to do the character the way i want to do it and then you mm-hmm. just you kind of you know see how much of that other stuff you can strip away and then then build on top of it so uh i don't know it, it, i i guess you asking me that question makes makes me realize how much how much of this stuff isn't necessarily conscious when you've lived with these characters mm. for so long mm-hmm. that you just kind of, well, this is who Spider-Man is in my head. So right. let's, let's do it like that. And, and I do think coming onto this book, I, I think I've been doing this for 20 years now. And I think I've gone out of my way to try to write things that will make the most amount of people happy at any given time and <laughs> sure. i just wanted to just you know go you know 45 years old now i was just like why don't you just write what what you want to write and and if you eat some shit you eat some shit you know and <laughs> and stop trying to make everybody happy so that, that's what i did nice. well since it's the 200th episode i'm curious about 200 for you guys specifically is there something you've created 200 of or collected 200 of 
that you hold dear? What a bizarre question. What a specific <laughs> question. <laughs> Human ears. <laughs> Love it. Um, no, you, no. you can't see. Uh, I would say definitely uh, video games. Uh, you can't see them because they're all boxed up, but like, all that is full of video games. That's full of video games. Oh, There's wow. like a dresser there that's full of video games. So like, uh, video games were my end to a lot of stuff. Like honestly, like I I was I got more into Spider Man by playing the Spider Man Two the movie video game. Uh, so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's how I truly got into like comics. Oh, that was a good one, right? That was uh, it was my great. balloon. My balloon. That was the, <laughs> that was the, he delivered pizzas in that one, right? And uh-huh. Yeah, you could, you could do like little flippy doos and like you. I remember like me and my my cousin would go to Best Buy because you could play it there. Uh-huh. Right. Get to the top of the Empire State Building and just like jump off, and that was the entire <laughs> game loop. That, just, like, <laughs> that, that was the gold you, standard for web yeah. slinging, right? Yeah. For a long time. Mm. No, but if you if you smash into the ground from the Empire State Building, it took half your health. And so you you kept trying to, yeah. But the one thing I kept trying to do in that game was go into the blades of a helicopter from above. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. To see if I could, if I could, because if you did a certain kind of, kind of fall it took you took no damage oh. and i wanted to see what would happen if you did that kind of pile driver mm-hmm. into a helicopter from yeah. the top of the empire state building oh man you guys are like beta that... testers trying to like break the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that to... that was the yeah. one where, where they got toby mcguire to do the voice but it sounded right, yeah. like they they had uh they had taken his family hostage. <laughs> just woken him up. Yeah, like had a gun to his head. Yeah, and it, yeah, woken him up and just said, "Read these yeah. one take." Uh, okay, Mister Pelizzi, I'll get you your pizzas. <laughs> Better. I was really big on the on the two thousand one that was like a little sort of closer to the animated series, and uh, mm. I think it had Reno Romano as the voice of of Spider Man. Oh, yeah, is that, that was a fun the, one. Is that the Ultimate Spider Man one? It's the one, it came out just a few years before that. And it had like, I don't know how they had the rights to everybody. So it was, it was Spider-Man and Venom and the Punisher has like a cameo. Daredevil well, shows up for like no, one uh, scene. You're, you're, yeah. The PS1 game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was, was, it was never soft. I think that did that. Yeah. One. With, oh. with, uh, with what if mode. Yes. Yeah. yeah with I, uh, Larry Fishburne as the watcher. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a fun one, and never, never to be re-released because rights mm. issues being what they are. <laughs> oh no, but you could get it on different systems. Oh, I'm sorry, I have. I would buy different video game systems. Yeah, if they had the game I liked, but a better version. Sure, uh, oh, so you yeah. could get like the Dreamcast version uh-huh. of that was better. You know, and so on and so on. But then the Nintendo 64 one didn't have the cutscenes, which oh. I was, which was just wild. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dan, Zeb, any, any 200 <laughs> yeah. collections? Or what do you collect? <laughs> Let's just make it easy. You can see his walls of his house. You know that he ain't collecting anything. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> keep it spare. Uh, uh, 200, I, I, don't like even, I, I don't even think I have a run of... I don't know if I have a run of 200. Does anyone have a run of 200 comics? Dan, you have to have 200 yeah. Amazing Spider-Man comics. Uh, yeah. But, in, uh, in a row. For in a sure. Row, for sure. But no, I'm like the. You've the written two hundred. <laughs> this this stuff, uh, you know, very much like Cody. Like I, I think if I have the biggest collection of anything, it's it's video games. Like it, it was bad for a while. Where I like if, if there was a system, I had the illegal mod chip in it, so I could play oh, the yeah. Japanese games and the European games. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And I had a I had a, this sweet setup before the internet where when you couldn't like connect other 
you know, if you wanted to do a multiplayer game, you had to have everybody in the room. Right. right. Yeah. And I would have video. I would have video game nights where I'd bring everyone over, and I had multiple TV sets and multiple. Systems. Oh, cool. I had like the Saturn with the multiple things. You could have sixteen people playing sixteen person. Bond. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. And I had um, when I got my breakout project at DC, mm-hmm. um, Arkham Asylum, Living Hell. The editor Dan Rasper, he'd been over to one of my game nights, and he said, "I am not going to give you this assignment uh, until because, like, I know why you can't meet deadlines until you bring if you bring in your." PS2 <laughs> the DC Comics will lock it in a closet and when you're wow. done with it, you can get it back because uh-huh. um, he just seen my setup and and I did I brought my PS2 it, was, it stayed in a closet at DC Comics wow um, oh, commandeered it was commandeered <laughs> and I got the project done and then I realized this had been the monkey on my back uh, wow it was like oh my god I so I I I never bought a PS3. I never, I didn't move on from there. Okay. And then on a big birthday, my girlfriend at the time gave me this big box. And I'm like, what is Uh this? And I'm opening (laughs) it up. And it was like the then current Xbox. And I was like screaming. Like it was like, (laughs) but but it was like, it was a brick of cocaine. Like, why why did you? I was out. You you pulled me back in. (laughs) (laughs) What are y'all playing right now? I'm uh, God of War Ragnarok. I'm only like I'm picking that up this afternoon. It's great. Um, I love this fat, dumpy, angry Thor. He's he. I think he might be my new favorite version (laughs) of Thor. Like, it's it's great. It's amazing. Played like two hours, but it's it's sick. Have Have you seen the thing on Twitter with the guy at the Sony playing it? In uh-uh. front of the giant, like thirty foot tube TV in the one chair in the room. <laughs> oh, no, that's <laughs> sick. I used to, I, I had a buddy that I went that's to awesome. with college or undergrad who uh, worked at a theater, and they would after hours they would play Gears of War on the, <gasps> the theater. Oh screen. yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Whoa! Like real life. Yeah. I cool. I started playing Vampire yeah. Survivors last night, and I <laughs> I like for the first like ten minutes I was like, is this it? What is? And then and then I spent four hours <laughs> like I don't, know. I don't know how it happens yeah, you get sucked suck. in yeah. yeah marvel snap is taking over marvel snap yeah. oh yeah dude yeah, Dave's i've heard been that's addicted. good it's yeah. so addictive it's bad it's it's really dangerous <laughs> <laughs> i've also spent like 30 dollars on it and i shouldn't have oh know? wow yeah i know i refuse i know i'm the same way yeah yeah no, um, you said free to play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the art in that is amazing too. I, I, I recognize a ton of the artists uh, that you guys have probably worked with as well. Mm. You can you can earn Scotty uh, baby cards. Oh, really? Like, oh, nice. Scotty <laughs> <young> <laughs> characters. Yeah, wow. Cool. Before we let you fellas go, again, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. But uh, what else are you all working on that you'd like to hype today? Maybe we can get a tease of Dark Web. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm certainly working on dark web. So. <laughs> yes, that is happening. <laughs> that is happening. Uh, yeah, I think uh, issue 14 uh-huh. comes out in a couple of weeks, and that will be a pre- It's a 30-page prelude to dark web that I'm really happy with how it turned out. We have four different artists working on it and uh, four chapters. So, yeah, get into dark web. Check it out a mm-hmm. couple weeks uh i am not doing anything adjacent to dark web uh <laughs> i i got miles morales spider-man number one uh, December so excited seven please check it out uh i'm uh very excited it's truly a, a dream come true i have 
the first issue of Ultimate Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. So don't worry, Dan. I did end up buying them physical copies. <laughs> I had, that, had the, the, the mega issue it bagged and boarded for a decade, uh, and it's been across. It's like literally over there next to my issue of, of Miles, and I, I, I cannot wait for it to come out. It's very, it's a very awesome. surreal feeling. But please check it out. Nice. Hope people like it. Uh, just working on uh, Spider-Man, but we've got they're reissuing um, uh, next month and the month after the uh, the whole run of uh, me and Wamba Bio and Paul Pelletier's uh, She-Hulk. So awesome. if, you like, nice. if you like all the work that Zeb and Cody and, and Jessica Gow and the whole team did, you know, this is some of the stuff they were pulling from. Uh, you can get it's the entire run in one omnibus and uh, awesome. the cool. omnibus for uh, Silver Surfer is being re-released that me and Mike Allred and Laura Allred. Were. Oh, great. Uh, nice. Isn't the yeah. Superior Spider-Man omnibus coming out next month, too? Uh, it's coming out in like the spring of oh, next okay. year. But like, yeah, no, the, the surfer had been long sold. It sold through like instantaneously. Yeah. And everyone kept bugging me. Like, when are they going to reissue it? It's coming up in December. Awesome. So please, please pick that up. Very cool. And the spider punk trade will be out in December as well. Yeah, I think that comes out. Yeah, I think that comes out next year. So, or this next month rather. So yeah, uh, pick this awesome. up. It'll much easier than trying to find a comic where everything is sold out. Oh my God. Yeah, sold for out sure. Like crazy. Yeah. Well, Dan, Cody, Zeb, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been yeah, super fun. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what the f- listeners think. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for talking guys. Spidey with us. Thank you. Thank you thank so much. 200. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>